Welcome. I am Sharina Adams, and this is Choose Joy. Episode 1, Love Yourself Completely. This is a podcast for women who know that positive family relationships are important, and the best gift you can give your family is a happy, healthy, thriving mother. If you are ready to create an extraordinary life, join me and choose joy. I'm your host, Sharina Adams. Hey, how is everybody doing today? I hope you're all doing really great. It's a kind of gloomy day here in southern Utah, but um, it's not too terribly cold, so it's a pretty good day. Today, I want to talk to you guys about loving yourselves completely and unconditionally. And I know that as LDS mothers, mothers of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we know who we are. We know that we are daughters of God. But I often wonder, do we treat ourselves as if we are daughters of God? It makes me wonder, do we show up for ourselves the way that we show up for the other people in our lives? Or do we have a tendency to skip that part, neglecting ourselves because it's supposed to feel better to serve others? And really, we're just avoiding the way we feel frustrated, overwhelmed, guilty, and resentful in our lives. We have these expectations of ourselves, expectations to be perfect, to be happy all the time, to serve others constantly, and to be strong spiritually and emotionally and mentally and physically. But really, even though those sound like really great and worthy goals, they're actually not very realistic for who we are. But we keep trying to support these expectations with some tools. And they actually don't serve us very well. I wanted to talk about some of these tools. The first one that we tend to use is comparison. And usually we compare our worst to someone else's best. And a lot of the times the comparison isn't even a fair comparison because none of our lives look exactly the same. And I'm sure many of you have heard that comparison is the thief of joy. And that's true. Because when we compare ourselves to others, we are always in a lose-lose situation. For example, comparing my cluttery house to someone else's clean house is not very helpful. All that does is help me feel more guilty and overwhelmed that I'm not doing enough. Another tool that we use that's not very helpful is that we think that we should be perfect. And I mean that by being like, A-plus students. There's never any errors. We never make mistakes. It's always 100%, and that is not very realistic because the reality is is that sometimes I do yell at my kids. Even though I'm trying never to yell at my kids, never is a really long time, and I'm not that perfect. So the reality is, is sometimes I do yell at my kids, but when I keep thinking that I should never yell at my kids... I just feel guilty, and so that is not serving me. A third tool that we tend to use is that we believe we are not enough. Now, a lot of times we believe this very subconsciously. Outwardly, we know that we're enough and we're daughters of God. For example, if we don't always have a clean living room, there are no dishes in the sink, our kids, teenagers, and husband are happy all the time, all the homework is done, we get to all of our events on time, and dinner is planned and ready to go on the table perfectly every day, then we feel like we failed that day and we are not enough. And that only helps us feel frustrated with our lives. 
Another tool that we tend to use is that we should be able to do it all, very possibly ourselves. Okay, but we do not have to do this all ourselves. And when we think we need to do it all, we feel overwhelmed. And that's not a very happy feeling, is it? Another tool that we try to use to help us uphold those expectations is that we look for validation and compliments from other people. For example, wouldn't it be lovely if our children were always obedient? They thanked us for everything and gave us great big hugs and asked if there was anything that we could do for, they could do for us. What it really looks like is there tends to be a lot of squabbling and fighting. A lot of, I don't like this, or that doesn't taste good, or mom, I need this, and blah, blah, blah. Really, being a mother can be and feel like a really thankless job, but it doesn't have to be. When this happens, though, we feel unappreciated and resentful, and then we really don't enjoy being moms. And the last one that I I wanted to talk about is one that I have discovered recently that I really am loving, and that is that we tend to focus on our weaknesses. For example, we focus that we didn't get the dishes done, that we didn't get the laundry folded, that we didn't get in the shower, that we didn't have that good conversation we were going to have. And what we need to do is focus on what we did do. But we tend to look back at our day and say, oh my gosh, look at everything I didn't get done today. And that just helps us, makes us feel more frustrated and sad and feels more guilty. And that really does not inspire us to make and take better action. I'm sure you see yourself doing some of these things. I know that I do. So what's the solution to this? Well, the solution is that we need to change the way we think about ourselves. So we know who we are, daughters of God. And as such, our value doesn't change. We are just as valuable now as we were when we were born and even before that. Which means that we are worthy of love and we can love ourselves no matter what is going on around us whether or not other people are showing that they love us, we can still love ourselves. And in reality, it is actually our job to love ourselves, not other people's. Along with this comes the feeling of confidence, which is a feeling that comes from what we think about ourselves. So if we feel good about ourselves, then we feel confident and then we show up better in our lives. Ironically, as we go through life, Thinking is a lifelong journey. And because we are always changing, we gain new knowledge and our perspectives change or we enter a different stage of life and we need to adjust our thinking over and over and over again. So this idea of working on our thoughts is continuous all the time. And it's actually a really fun journey. And as we make improvements in our lives, then we start to feel better. And that comes from the thoughts that we're having. So I want to share with you some tools that will help you to start loving yourself unconditionally today. Tool number one is to accept your reality, how it is now, and just where you are right now. For example, I have five kids and sometimes I yell at them. I don't really like it when I do that, but sometimes I do that. But you know what? I'm still a good mom. 
and I'm still working on becoming a better mom. But give yourself the benefit of the doubt and accept your reality, how it is right now and where you are in that reality. Number two is know and accept that you are enough right now. Even if you have cereal for dinner or your house is a mess or your relationships aren't the where you want them to be, you are still enough. And I wanted to try, have you guys try on some of these thoughts. These are some of the thoughts that have really helped me a lot. I completely love and accept myself. I accept me where I am right now and I love myself for actually being here. I am perfect just the way I am right now. I am whole and complete right now. My life experience has brought me to this point and I am whole and complete. And that is the reality that you are enough right now in this very moment. And yes, you're continuing to grow and get better, but right now you are enough. Another tool is to know that you belong Belonging is very important to us as humans. We like to feel like we belong somewhere. And so I'd like you to think about this. You belong here on this planet. You belong in your family, whatever that looks like. You belong to a specific organization that you're affiliated with or a religion, perhaps. You belong with the friends that you have. Or perhaps you work and you're, or are part of a team and you belong to that team. We need to know that we belong as people and it's very important to us. So sit down and take a minute and tell yourselves where you belong. And notice as you work on these tools, how you feel. Do you actually feel better inside? Do you feel happier? And if you do, do you feel like doing something? I think that's the key here. Okay, another tool is to look at the things that you actually do do. Did you read a book to your child today? Did you make breakfast and lunch for them? Did you chauffeur your kids around to the various activities that they have? Did you have that fun conversation with your teenager or your husband? Did you clean that one countertop even though there's four of them? Did you maybe finally get in that shower today? What are the things that you did get done today? We really need to focus on the things that we are doing and we need to spend a little bit more time there because th when we feel good about what we did get done, we're motivated to do more things. Another tool is to accept compliments. This one's a really kind of a fun one. We are very conditioned to kind of deflect or diffuse compliments. People said, oh my gosh, you did such a wonderful job doing blah, blah, blah. We need to be able to take a deep breath and say, thank you. I really appreciate that so much. Thank you for letting me know. What we do is we say, oh, yeah, thanks. I wish I was so good in this way or better at this in this way and redirect other people's attention to our weaknesses when what we should do is just thank them for their kindness and appreciate what it is that they did to help us feel better. And then just leave it at that. Um, another tool, another wonderful tool that you can use to start loving yourself more unconditionally is, and this is one of my favorites, is to look at your weaknesses differently. Now, I heard this somewhere or read it somewhere 
in the last six months. I don't remember where, and I don't even know if I'm quoting it correctly. It is that our weaknesses are just our strengths two notches too high. And I have a couple examples I want to talk about to explain this concept. So one of my weaknesses is that I talk a lot. In fact, sometimes I can really dominate a conversation. <laughs> and you can ask my kids. <laughs> but when I take it the time to manage my talking, I actually turn into a really great teacher where I listen and talk taking turns. So even though I think that talking too much might be a weakness of mine, when I dial it down two notches, it actually turns into one of my biggest strengths, and that is teaching and coaching other people. And that's so cool. Another example I wanted to share with you is I have a really spunky daughter. And I noticed this in her, um, well, since she was born, but this idea came to me a couple of years ago. She tends to be very bossy. So if you know somebody who's kind of bossy in your life, you might be thinking of them. But a lot of people think being bossy is a weakness and you got to learn to control your bossiness, right? As I was pondering her bossiness, I realized that actually her weakness of being bossy is just her strength turned up two notches too high because actually she's a leader. And what she's trying to do is lead other people, but she doesn't know how to do that yet. And she's learning how to do that. So she needs to be guided to learn how to lead others without being bossy. And when I started looking at her bossiness as a strength dialed up two notches too high, then I was in a place where I was able to help her learn how to manage her bossiness and turn that into having more positive leadership skills. So that's what I mean to think about your weaknesses differently and that your weaknesses are just your strengths dialed up too high. I have learned that when I accept myself just the way that I am, I have more personal power, confidence, and more to give and serve other people. In fact, I found that it really is the key to having more confidence and creating a really, really amazing life. Now, people talk about, well, self-care, lots and lots and lots of self-care. Take good care of yourself. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't take good care of yourself, but I'm also not saying that you need to spend all day pampering your every need and every want, ignoring the people around you. But it has been my experience that when I love myself completely and unconditionally, I show up for me first in my life. And the reality of that really just looks like this. I talk nice to myself. I have better thoughts. I congratulate myself on what I got done that day. I coach myself through the times when I'm struggling and I'm not feeling very good, when I feel frustrated or overwhelmed or I'm feeling guilty. And when I show up for me and take care of those things, then I'm able to serve other people so much better because I'm not burdened by my own insecurities and my harsh expectations of myself. I only have so much to give and serve others with when I come from that place. But when I show up for me, loving who I am, appreciating what I do get done, Looking at my weaknesses as if they're strengths and just trying to figure out how to make them better strengths. When I do those things, 
I show up a better person, able to serve others better. And the rest of my day, I am able to spend serving my family, coaching with my clients, working on content for you guys, um, and in other areas of my life. All right, you guys, I hope that you found some really great gold nuggets today and some things that you can try to learn how to love yourself unconditionally, loving yourself without conditions, without those expectations. We need to love ourselves just as we are in exactly the space we're in right now. And from there, then we are able to create more wonderful things because we have the motivation to do so. Very important. Learn to love yourself unconditionally. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. If you would like to learn more about how to coach yourself and to think better thoughts about yourself, then sign up for my free 15-minute coaching sessions. If you go to artoflivingjoyfully.com backslash work with me, there are 15-minute slots. Go there and sign up for one of those.